When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our live feed update for August 11th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I am here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day nine in the house, and the feeds were down for most of the day. We had a live eviction, but they did eventually come up late last night. We got a new HOH. We uh, We have some new targets to talk about. Uh, there was even some drama that happened, so there's still plenty to go through here today. And with me to do it is Puya. How you doing, Puya? I'm doing good, Taryn. Um, I'm currently in an undisclosed location. I was supposed to infiltrate the house as the 18th house guest last night, <laughs> but then stuff happened, and now they're not letting me leave. So I'm stuck here with this janky equipment. But I did get to watch the feed, so I'll be able to update stuff here for sure. Oh man, it's, uh, I can't believe they had this whole plan for an 18th house guest that they scrapped because Luke said the N-word. Oh, that's such a believable story. <laughs> Definitely checks out. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been an interesting 
24 hours with the episode and with everything. And I don't really know where we're heading, but hopefully we can make some sense into what, what are they throwing at the wall here? The show. We'll see. We will see indeed. Uh, so let's, let's talk it through. Of course, the last we saw in the house, um, Riley was the HOH and, uh, Felicia and Kirsten were up on the block. Luke had been removed from the game and then the feeds were cut. We did not know anything else. From what we can gather from uh, some of the conversations from last night, there were some conversations about flipping the vote, some more conversations about flipping the vote from the family style side of things. But of course, we know that they never really had the votes to do so in the first place, uh, nor did they ever really commit to doing it. So um, it was, again, always really going to be Kirsten there. Um we then got to the eviction. Kirsten was voted out as planned. Um, now, the last time this happened, last season, when Paloma left the game and the feeds were down until the eviction, there was like this whole new alliance that formed. They replaced Paloma with, um, with uh, who was it, Nicole? Uh, and there was all kinds of nonsense going on. Um, and uh, we had to really like catch up. This time around, it feels like uh, it's mostly the same. No major updates seem to have occurred between uh, Luke being removed and now. The house is still split. Cameron is still trying and failing to play the middle. Corey is still trying and succeeding on in playing the middle. Jared is still trying and succeeding to play the middle. Uh, and both sides know that each side exists. And it's, it's all kind of just the same. It's same old, same old, even all the way down to my guy, uh, Jag, really lacking in the information department. Still a couple days behind. The gap in the feeds did not mean that we're going to get anything extra from him there either. So it's unfortunate to see. Yeah. So uh, with all of that said, they then played an HOH competition. And uh, the winner of the HOH competition is uh, none other than Heisem. Heisem won the HOH. He is the new head of household. Uh, now, you know, kind of on, on a streak here, little bit, little bit of a streak going on. He was second in the initial uh, nomination competition to Matt in the like literal rowing competition. Uh, he then... Um, was second in the HOH competition to Riley when he wasn't even really trying that hard to win. Um, and then he won the veto competition and has now won the following HOH competition. Uh, you know, reminding me a little bit of, uh, an early Michael run when it was like he came in second, second through, second through, one, one, one. You know, uh, when you perform consistently this well, it means that you're probably going to be doing well in competitions for a while. Uh, so worth noting, but Heisem is the HOH. Another important thing, though, is that Jared came in second place in the HOH competition. Mm-hmm. And because of that, was sent off to the scary verse or the nether regions or whatever they're calling it. Uh, <laughs> he was sent off into an alternate universe and uh, was not there last night. 
and uh, will not come back until sometime today, I, uh, we assume. Yeah. So, so it turns out getting second place equals punishment. Uh, you are, you are swept away and you cannot talk to anybody for or benefit. That. We don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah. I have seen some, some murmur, some, some speculation on what he could be doing. I'm not going to subscribe to any of it until we see what happens because who really knows? Um, I've also seen people say that, you know, Heisem now put a target on his back that may have not been there. It's bigger than ever. No, nah, he was always going to be a target oh, for the other side. Yeah. Him winning makes the most sense here. He's got to do what he's got to do. And he ingratiates himself with his group already. So that's good. I mean, I will say this. If Heisem is able to let Jared win that HOH competition, massive for Heisem because Jared then has to blow up his own spot. Uh, right. And it really puts Heisen way further down on the target list. Um, and the same thing probably ends up happening for the most part. Uh, but Heisen wins and who knows how able he would have been to actually throw. Uh, it sounds like it was kind of a weird and maybe somewhat unique competition. Uh, so um, we'll have to wait and see exactly how it worked. But, um, but yes, Heisen now uh, has the HOH. Jared, uh, they were told that there was, some again, some kind of game-changing thing is going to happen with Jared being gone, supposedly. Uh, it might happen when he comes. I mean, given that he's probably coming back sometime today, I would imagine that coincides with the nominations. Mm -hmm. um, and that maybe it, uh, you know, interrupts the nominations changes them somehow maybe he's a third nomination maybe he makes a nomination maybe it's something even more dumb i don't know we it's pointless to speculate we'll find out soon enough um but that's basically where we are from that uh when we get back to the feeds uh jag and america are going to be talking a little bit lamenting their loss uh, Heisem, they said, was basically unstoppable in that. There's no way they would have been able to beat him. Um, they think Corey is in trouble, which is a reasonable thought, considering Heisem's behavior toward him. Um, and uh, Jag is concerned that the nether region situation might mean that Jared can't compete in the veto or maybe vote this week, which would really mess them up, because even if they were able to somehow get, like, Corey and somebody not in their group on the block, they wouldn't even have the votes to take out that other person instead of Corey. But he doesn't have to worry about that because that's not happening. It's so disheartening because as I was watching this, all I could think was this is a season that has been so messy, so sloppy. The, all the information's been out there. It's not like everyone's kept things under wraps. It's all there in front of you. The level of delusion I've seen my, my guy Jag put out there last night really bothered me because I've been championing. I still think he's got like the kit, but at the same time, that information is just not there. He was talking about, ooh, maybe we can convince him to put up Felicia. What? Felicia? Where? This season? Right now? Come on, man. Pull it together. Yeah, it's funny because they... um all week we're like, ah, oh, man, we wish Felicia wasn't on the block so we could uh, vote, vote to keep Kirsten. And then they're like, maybe they will make the same mistake we did. Um, granted, uh, it wasn't, you know, it was a kind of a forced mistake because Felicia was 
one of her only options. But still, Blue ends up joining the conversation. They talk about the idea that, like, yeah, we could maybe get Heisem to nominate somebody other than their group with Corey, like Felicia as a pawn with Corey uh, to not get blood on his hands. And if we're like, hey, we're fine with Corey leaving um, and you don't want to nominate anybody else from like the big group because then you're putting blood on your hands. Why don't you just nominate an easy pawn like Felicia? And then they would secretly flip the votes on Felicia. But they don't think that's super likely. Um, but they end up talking themselves into the idea a little bit. Uh, Blue feels confident that she and Jag won't go up, though. Um, you know, Jag has bonded with Hysim over uh, their identity, he says. And of course, Blue has had this, um, as she calls this, this queer alliance-ish thing with Hysim and uh, Izzy. I think Blue in particular is really overestimating that connection. Uh, they don't really like her very much. Um, and uh, I don't know exactly what Heisem's thoughts would be about putting her or Jag up at this point. But um, given how he's thinking that we'll find out later, uh, they might be onto something, but uh, I, I think probably a bit overconfident in, in that, uh, in that something. Yeah. The, the, I feel like, the the thought there is that yeah we are safe safe and the reality is no you're probably like fifth on the list which is still on the list which is not great but you're not in the top three on the list which is probably where you want to be or where you don't want to be so it's like when you're half right does it count i don't know i don't really know yeah uh sari is gonna talk to izzy very briefly saying jag is panicking uh but she's really happy that heisen won and he she hopes that he backdoors Cameron. Now, this is something that I talked about maybe yesterday, maybe the day before, maybe both days. Um, a lot of people in Ceri's group, the professors, have all talked about wanting to target Riley, including Jared himself has also talked about wanting to target Riley. They all want to target Riley first, Riley first, Riley first. But if you pay attention to what Ceri says, it's kind of clear that she had been kind of thinking, Cameron, though. I think Cameron is a bigger threat than Riley. Um, and now that the option is in front of them, she's starting to be a little more direct, at least with Izzy, about the fact that she would prefer for Cameron to leave this week if she has the option. Um, and so there's a, a taste of it here, but we're going to continue to get some of it over the course of the night. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the interesting, interesting bit of the week for me, is going to be this back and forth of potentially Riley, potentially Cameron. And I just, you know, I've seen enough and feel enough to know that when Suri wants something, she'll put it there. So I'm right now, if I was putting a chip down on one of their names, Taryn, I'm putting it down on Cameron's name. Yeah. So, uh, Heisen, Mimi and Felicia are going to celebrate for a little bit in the storage room. They, uh, they talk about how oh, they were so upset when you won Heisen. Oh my God. And this is such a classic Big Brother thing. Um, it, it's it's like, especially in the early weeks, it's like the thing that you use to solidify your group is you talk about how unhappy other people were that you won. Um, so, you know, I guess piece of advice, be very conscious of how you react when people win HOH. Um, and even if you are, people will still probably try to pretend like you were upset. Uh, so yeah, if anything, you know, just just be very conscious about it uh, and also use it. It's pretty effective. It works pretty well. Um, Heisem says he wants to make the decision as a group and he wants to do some instigating. 
amongst the other side. Uh, he wants to get some information and he wants to like uh, really get in there and mix things up. Um, and so uh, Mimi in particular starts pushing. And I think Mimi is probably the other person that uh, is on the same page with Suri, um, mostly about ca- wanting Cameron targeted. Izzy doesn't like Cameron, but I don't think she has a feeling either way about who to target at this point, although I'm sure she will as she talks to Suri more and more. But I think Mimi is like more organically on the same page as Suri and probably wanting Cameron out first. And she makes sure to point out, oh, Cameron in particular was so pissed about that competition and how you won. Um, And so they talk a little more about who they would want to pull over from the other side if they could. Um, Mimi says, I don't trust America. Uh, We know that Mimi has tried to form a connection with America. And I think at this point, um, she really feels like it's just not reciprocated, um, which is worth noting because Suri also tried to form a connection with America and then also ended up feeling like she couldn't trust America because it wasn't reciprocated. America, despite being a big fan of the show and fairly active in strategic conversations within her own group, has really dropped the ball in forming relationships and connections with anybody other than her group and even within her group she hasn't been active enough to become into the core of the group uh so um big time uh big time uh fail here for for america uh for the most part huge fumble especially when you know heisen would like some infighting and them to to turn on each other once we learn what the plans are for what they're gonna try and get to be on the block that doesn't look good for, for that looks like it works out for Heisen, but also it proves that yeah america has had really no inroads there and has kind of closed herself off to these other opportunities which is very surprising to me because it did feel like you know she started slow and it's picking up some steam but not enough steam to get any warmth anywhere which is not where you want to be right now yeah uh before they they talk about how before Kirsten left, she told them that all of them were that first of all the other side were promising them her their votes and mm-hmm. that they were all saying Heisem's name. Um, yeah. And so I mean, not that that was anything that wasn't already known, but worth knowing. They might use Kirsten as an excuse for why Heisem makes his nominations, uh, which is again a very classic Big Brother move. The person who just left and can't defend themselves now becomes. <laughs> your perfect source of information or whatever scapegoat you need uh, to make your next move. Um, after Mimi leaves the the storage room, uh, Felicia says, my instinct is to bring over Matt and Jag. Those are the people that we can maybe bring over to our side if we're getting, if we get them to break up a little bit. Um, feeds cut and come back. So we don't get his immediate response. But when it, when they do come back, Isom says, my number one target is Riley. Cameron isn't far behind. Uh, so Riley and Cameron, number one and number two, close together in terms of his top two targets. And then his third would be Matt. Matt would be his third most likely target. Now, this is a little surprising because just a few days ago, he had a conversation with Matt that he felt really good about. And he talked about how he felt like Matt was a good person to pull in. However, I think my assumption here is that knowing that there's a five that they know now, uh, and it includes Matt, Jag, Blue, Riley, and Cameron. Obviously, Riley and Cameron are the top two targets because it's it's Riley and Cameron. Um, 
I think Matt is a default third option because of that connection to Jag and Blue that yeah. we've talked about, identity um, and, and those conversations that they've had. I think he would prefer to not have to nominate them given that there's five options. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I think the third option target is basically pointless anyway, because if you nominate Riley and Cameron, maybe it's a replacement nom, but it's still not necessarily your target. So it doesn't really matter anyway. Um, so that's what he's thinking. Those, those three are the the people he is looking at the most. And if that stays the same, then, uh, we would probably be looking at something like Riley and Cameron nominations, maybe like Riley and Matt to keep Cameron off the block and do a backdoor situation or um, who knows, because Cameron thinks he's playing both sides. You might want to keep him comfortable briefly. Uh, but those kinds of conversations are not going to happen uh, tonight, day nine, night nine. Um, just this is the most information we're going to get about what Heisen might do uh, moving forward. Yeah, he um, not only did he so he got his room, but we can't really say he got his room. He got his like basket in the pantry and then he had to move it up to the room himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why that happens. I don't know. Like, why did you give him the key if you were going to put it in the pantry? Just put it in the room. I don't understand. Um, then the room reveal is not really a room reveal because then none of the snacks were there. The fridge wasn't stocked. So he basically was like, I'm going to bed. So I think today we're going to get a lot more information. Um, there also i i wonder if people have, have clocked that yeah we didn't mention Corey's name on the shortlist at all Corey and heisam have had this big beef for whatever reason this disagreement for the whole season not didn't come up at all and i love to see it i love to see it because i feel like that wouldn't have been good for his game anyway so yes yeah uh sorry i forgot to bring up the the graphic for those of oh, you the that uh, enjoy the yes. graphic <laughs> um so uh, so that's, that's happening there. They, uh, Suri and Bowie end up joining, uh, Felicia and, um, and Tyson in the pantry and, uh, they celebrate celebration. Yeah. Uh, Heisem talks again about wanting to find out information. Now, Suri, of course, has, has a great idea. He says, uh, listen, make sure to point out that Riley is the one that told us that Jag and Blue we're the ones pushing your name, Heisen. Uh, basically, what Sari wants him to do is to go to Jag and Blue and say, listen, Riley told me that you two were the ones pushing my name. And then so that Jag and Blue might want might go back to Riley and be like, yo, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, what's going on? And then they can be pointing fingers at each other and help dismantle this group. Um, and I think, again, in part, this is to be like to break them up. Um, and if they're broken up, then the target for Riley is a little lower, right? Because uh, individually, she's not that threatening. Um, they also talk about how it's good Jared didn't win because it means he doesn't have to blow his cover. Uh, so um, there's going to be a lot of those comments throughout the night. Uh, so interesting stuff. Yeah, definitely interesting. I This is the big thing, right? So as far as the HOH comp went, um, first of all, the other side of the house really did poorly. So much so that I'm pretty sure Felicia beat all of them. So yeah, right. Heisen said that Cor I think Corey was the last person from the quote unquote other side in the in the competition. Mm -hmm. um, and that after Corey like, was out, he felt super comfortable. And I think that was, he said with like, 
six people left, maybe. I, I'm not sure. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't do particularly well. Yeah, they didn't do well at all. I'm I'm very happy, though, because I will say I do think if Jared had won, it would have been a more messy week here, which could have actually been fun to watch um, how Jared was going to play both sides and who he was going to put up and how is Siri going to navigate all that with him. But I like that for now we've got this Heisem storyline in play. I feel like the Heisem storyline can add some maybe get some the one side bonded together, the other side implode potentially. I'm here for it. And uh, I mean, I, I would like to see Cameron leave. So I'm not mad at this outcome. Mm. Well, uh, Cameron is going to talk with Jag. Uh, he says he was hoping for Jared, uh, even though the thing was kind of shaky, which I don't really understand what that means. Um, he says he feels okay with Heisen. Cameron feels like he'll be fine. Um, so he's going to give advice to everyone else uh, in the alliance <laughs> that, uh, hey, we need to not be hanging out together um and, and and so on and so forth just doing his cameron thing um Ceri's going to talk with Bowie Bowie thinks that Heisem needs to make a big move she hopes he does uh Ceri says yeah Heisem can get can start getting them to point fingers at each other um and uh, she starts planting seeds that she thinks that Cameron threw the comp because he thinks he's playing both sides um Heisem is then going to get his HOH room uh, and yes, he reads like the letter in the in the pantry for whatever reason. But then they go up to the HOH room. Now, a couple of uh, important things, interesting things in the HOH room. Uh, they head up, and immediately a bunch of people sit on Heisem's bed, uh, including Cameron and Red. Um, and we, it, I, I tried. I did not see the interaction occur in real time. But there's going to be plenty of retells about it uh, that I think something happened like Izzy said, uh, like something about like, hey, you shouldn't sit on his bed or something. And then uh, Red was like, what do you mean? I sh why can't I sit here or something along those lines? Um, we'll get to it in a, in a little bit. Uh, in addition to that. Um, they kind of they're in there for, I don't know, like 10 minutes uh, yeah. tops before uh, Heisim kind of kicks everyone out. And he gives like and here's here's why I'm a little excited for a Heisim HOH, because uh, Heisim is already the guy that was down in the comic room kind of like um, preaching gospel to his flock. Right. Uh, like he was already the guy that was like, like giving the rallying speech to the troops. Um, and now he is HOH. And I, I, it feels like he already thinks he's in charge of the house. Uh, and he was like, it, just like the way that he immediately takes control of the situation. He's like, so listen, I'm going to go to bed now. Uh, so you guys need to leave. Uh, everyone should go to bed tonight. Tomorrow you can all come in and use the bathroom if you want. Um, and you know, we've all had such a hard week this week. And, uh, like he's a, like he's a manager in an office. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's very manager, uh, sounding to the point that as, after they get downstairs, Bowie is like, man, he really took charge and sent everyone to bed. Like he's, uh, he's so confident in himself. Yeah. And then he took to that robe real quick. Like he immediately, <laughs> oh yeah, blues the color. Yep. 
put it on. I was like, nope, this is great. So I definitely am going to get that energy, I think, though, this entire reign. So it'll be fun to watch. Mm. In 10 days, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, uh... What, after, right after Bowie says that, after they've gone downstairs, uh, Izzy is is a little sniffly, and uh, Siri's like, "What? what what's going on?" And uh, she's like, "People just feel so comfortable." Um, and before you can sort of understand what she means by that, Red comes in, um, and she's just she leaves. She's no, can't do that. And after she leaves, she's not on the cameras anymore, but you can still hear her mic, and she's saying. Think about someone else for a single second. Think about someone else, okay? Um, and it's like, oh, uh oh, it's a lot. What's, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> she heads to the bathroom and she talks to Mimi and Heisem, Uh and she said, "She says, uh, God forbid, I say anything about Red in the bed." And it's and and, and it's like, oh, well, that's where I always sit. Okay, well, so now I'm the bad guy, and she starts she starts crying. Uh, it's like it's, it's like so I just I just had to remove myself from the situation, and 
Heisen immediately swoops in with like the psychiatrist like uh, voice. Um, he and he hugs her and he's like, "It's okay, all right. We, it's 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 gonna be okay. There are things that are not worth fighting over in this house, and there are bigger fish to fry. And we're gonna we're gonna get through this, and um, we're gonna we're gonna make this work, and and we're not gonna." We're going to play this game. We're not going to ruin uh, what we've got going on. We're going to be very careful. And, you know, it's, it's good that people feel comfortable in the HOH room. That's what we want. Okay, so we're going to make this happen. Now, while he is doing this and giving her the hug, she is like, um, like, <laughs> like she's not really calming down. Uh, not soothing. <laughs> she says I'm no. just she says listen I'm having trouble being here because I truly cannot be in a room with Cameron I am just struggling with it. uh and I like I get that you want me to calm down right now but I'm I'm telling you guys this because I need to get it out because I don't want to bring it back to the uh, to them to the other, other people that I can't trust uh and uh and and you know they they get that um, Heisen and like briefly goes to the bathroom and Izzy complains some more about Red and Cameron's behavior during the competition explanation. There was, I think even more stuff that happened out outside, uh, that we, that it's hard to know exactly what happened, but she's like, not everything is a joke and you're not that funny. Uh, and Mimi's like, believe me, I get it. <laughs> I was, I was in the same place as you yesterday. Uh, I think Mimi understands a little better that like, Izzy is just trying to vent, but uh, but Heisem is trying to be like, please don't bring this to anywhere else. Um, and uh, and so this is all happening in the bathroom, but back in the comic room, Red is like, what the hell? Why is she so upset uh, at me? Uh, like, I, I just don't understand. And then she came down to talk to you guys about it instead of talking to me about it. Like, why can't she just talk to me about it? Uh, like, I, I would love to just be able to talk to her. Uh, and, and talk it through. Um, and, like, and and both Bowie and Sari agree that uh, he should try to talk to her tonight, sort it out straight away. Um, and Red, Red, I think Red is actually, you know, is very good in this whole situation. Oh yeah, um, very thoughtful. And and even in this moment, he's like, uh, like, please, guys, tell me, like, is there something that I did wrong or something that I could have done better in this spot? Like, like, uh, please, like, let me know. Like, I'm not just trying to defend my own position right now. Um, and they're like, I don't really think so. Uh, you just need to, you just need to talk to her. Probably. Uh, he wonders if they should be part of the conversation because he doesn't want to like feel like he's trying to intimidate her or anything. They say that's no, probably worse if we're there too. She probably prefer a private conversation. So. He goes and grabs Izzy to talk. He, she says, first of all, let me apologize. Uh, and, and he says, I, you know, I, I just, I kind of felt singled out in that moment because there were a lot of people on the bed and, uh, and it felt like you were, you, you know, you're coming at me for it. And I, I think I got a little defensive in that moment. She says, I'm sorry. I did not mean to. I have an issue with Cameron. Uh, and he says, oh, okay. So it was more toward Cameron. Says, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, and he says, well, I want to apologize for how I responded. I, I, I do. I try very hard to avoid being like toxically masculine. And I think um, you know, if, I, if it feels like somebody's coming at me, I, I have this 
instinct to kind of like puff out my chest and get a little defensive. So if it came off in that way, uh, I, you know, I really apologize. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good start to the conversation. They talk a little more about Cameron. Um, she says, look, I'm happy to work with Cameron if we, if I need to, it doesn't matter how much I like him. Um, and Red says, listen, the only reason I brought Cameron in or worked on bringing Cameron in is because the only one I had a relationship with. Um, and she says, you know, as I'm talking this out, I am, I am hearing how irrational it is. Um, so listen, it just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He says, no, it does matter. I want to hear how you feel so that I can like learn and adjust. Uh, anytime you feel any kind of way, I want you to be able to come and talk to me about it. We can have a conversation like this, talk it out. And I want to respect any kind of boundaries you have. And I really appreciate you as a person. And I really think you're a cool person and so on and so forth. And she says she really appreciates that. It's honestly, it's just, it's just Cameron, you know, he really loves the sound of his own voice. And, and I don't, I don't like the sound of his voice. This is how you're supposed to play the game that Red is playing. Like if you're in the middle ish and you don't even have a lot of connections ish, it was very clear from the jump to me that Red basically wanted to learn what had gone wrong and completely rectify it. And if it was something that genuinely he's at fault for, improve on it. And I absolutely love this. This is how one should conduct themselves inside and outside the house, outside of a game anyway. Um, now, the fact that Izzy, within 10 seconds of him sitting there, was like, it was more of a Cameron thing. Like, yep, this is classic Izzy. We, despite not having feeds for 48 hours, I have not forgotten how it feels like to watch Izzy on the feeds. So this Izzy being annoyed with Cameron thing, Taryn, it's been night one. We've had, what, maybe four hours of content into this HOH rain, and it's night one of that. So I expect with the HOH room at her disposal, I expect this Izzy v. Cameron thing to get even bigger. Now, the big question is going to be is, will the two of them have a one-on-one -on -one confrontation at some point? Because I could see it happening this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, I, I, this was very, like, even just beyond game, I think, like, uh, Red seems very well-versed in, like, conflict management. And absolutely very willing to immediately be like, okay, what? What am I doing? What can I do to improve? What are the things that I can own up to in this conversation to help disarm the, the, the situation? Because being defensive doesn't help anybody. Um, and, uh, and, and Izzy also, despite being in a, in a very heightened emotional state, was very willing to like, you know, uh, come back down and accept that vulnerability from Red. Uh, so it was, it was a very interesting conversation. I also just, uh, you know, we love, we love Izzy. Uh, she, she's giving us a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I also love the screenshots of Izzy, like, ah, um, yeah, but I, I just, I just kind of want to point out that like, uh, I, I get it. Like having to live in a house with a bunch of other people to begin with can be frustrating, but especially like being forced into situations with somebody like Cameron, I think in particular can be very triggering for people. Uh, oh, yeah. if, if that's like, uh, you know, if, especially if you've dealt with something, not to say that she has, but like just in general, I mean, it's like just watching Cameron on the screen sometimes is like, Oh my God. Uh, and so like, um, for as, as, as like, as much as we enjoy the, the drama, I just want to make sure that we, are like understanding that, you know, Izzy is coming from, I think, a fairly reasonable place uh, in all of it. 
we've been watching him from the comfort of our homes on screen and some of us have been like i need a shower after that was kind of grimy i don't like that she is in a room with him <laughs> in the same house i mean she didn't have good vibes from him from the beginning of the season right well where she was the one who mentioned these serial killer vibes but she's not watched it play out she's watched the way he's conversing with people and you know they don't gel and we can all agree that cameron no so yeah i, I fully co-signed that taryn i feel like it's a combination of that and also, you know, Izzy's going to Izzy. So, yeah. 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 Uh, so, listen, we're going to continue to have fun with Izzy uh, over the course of the season, Make I am no sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, I never wanted to uh, be like, we're just completely dunking on her. I think, uh, you know, we're just, we're, we're enjoying the drama of the situation and how uh, intense that she can be, especially when it comes to game. Um, so, uh, Felicia's going to talk with Suri and Bowie. Um, and lets them know that Heisen talked about wanting to target Red Riley, um, and then Cameron uh, next, and then Matt after that. Those were the top three. Uh, she says, for some reason, he doesn't trust Matt, um, which they don't really understand. Uh, and again, I feel like my, my theory is probably why, and also probably why it doesn't make sense to them. Um, she said, uh, they, they talk about how you know, maybe one of the reasons is that apparently Riley said that Matt would do whatever she told him to do. Um, and Bowie's like, that's old news. Like, we all know that's not true. Um, and they don't think that Matt is a threat. Uh, Felicia says, I think we should get rid of Riley first and then Cameron. Um, so that's where Felicia is, is currently standing uh, in, in all of this. But we know that Suri is on a slightly different page. Yeah, which is why, again, I would back a Suri to subtly move the target over. I do think, ultimately, Cameron's probably the best option either way you look at it. Um, but I can also see why Riley is on the tip of a lot of tongues as well. I mean, as, as if I'm foolish, Riley literally had me up on the block and would have no problem putting me up again, probably. Right. So I don't like that either. And Cameron has been putting this facade of like trying to like come over and get involved. So that could, I could also see. But I feel like the truth's going to come out and they're going to get to a better consensus. I also do think, Taryn, the Matt theory you have is 100% what it is. I think Matt's just kind of like the the um, the last one remaining of the five that could go up in that situation, given the connection with Blue and with Jag. So, yeah. And at this time, it doesn't seem super likely that Matt is in any danger of going home. No. Um, the target would likely land on Riley or Cameron if either of them were on the block against him. Uh, but you never know. It's a long week, and if he's up on the block, things could change. Uh, and, and being an option for the block is never a good thing. But uh, but for for right now, it does seem like it's pretty likely that it's either Cameron or uh, Riley leaving um, yeah. this week. Um, Jag, Matt, Riley, Cameron, and Blue, the handful, they are all in the scary room together um, and uh, happily reunited into in their room. Uh, but not happily discussing how screwed they are this week. Um, and they talk through some options for a little while. They see that there's seven on the other side. They correctly name all seven people in the professors. Um, and, uh, they're concerned, uh, you know, Riley mentions like, well, hopefully, you know, Suri and Felicia will advocate for some of us that they're close to. Um, and, uh, Cameron says he really just wants to make sure that Corey is the target this week because Tyson hates Corey. We can make sure that Corey is the target. That would be ideal. And hey, 
if we can't get Felicia on the block next to Corey, maybe we could throw the other person outside of our outside of the core alliance. America could be the block on the block with Corey. Um, and, you know, then we would be able to avoid being on the block. Uh, but really, it's, you know, it's a problem for you guys because I'm already saying. <laughs> and that's the thing when Heisum said that he wanted to get some some of them to turn on each other I feel like this is the perfect way to go because mm-hmm. Cameron wants the conversation to be Corey and America two people who are already on the outside of the handful and who you know they would need more than anything do that and also the hubris that he is safe is incredible and um yeah, you're basically going to confirm to to Heisem that the five of us really want to work together and really see the others as disposable. So do what you got to do. And then you're going to yeah, end up and, on and the block. Cameron is also like explaining to them who Heisem is. He's like, you know, getting to know Heisem over the last few days. Uh, I know that he is a, an honorable man and that he will uh, he will uh, he, he will play. He will nominate honorably. Um, he won't mess around with any back doors, uh, like just like explaining, like as if he knows exactly what Heisman is going to do, but still has no idea that he's like the number two target. <laughs> uh, just it's, 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 it's giving pooch. All right. It's giving. Yes, pooch. it is. Yes, it is. The hubris from week one, we've sorted everything out. We're safe. And this, he's been setting himself up to be pooch 2.0. And this is the week it gets manifested and done. This and is the they, what they what they even said was briefly in the storage room, they were like, you could tell Cameron he's a pawn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if they do that and he believes them, it's really giving pooch. Uh, so that's most of the night. Sari is going to talk to Izzy after her conversation. Red does come down and, and let them know that uh, things went well. Um, worth noting as well in that conversation uh, with Felicia, Suri, and Bowie, um, they did mention um, Corey. So apparently uh, the other side, quote unquote, told Corey to to move his bed into the comic room to infiltrate. Uh, but Corey refused and uh, took a bed in the in the like outside, right outside the door of the comic room. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so. This, uh, despite that, they are still kind of like um, uh, Felicia and, and Felicia was like, hey, watch out because he can hear if we're not careful and he will listen. Um, and they think that they can trust him for now, but that he will flip depending on like what side is in power, uh, which is, I believe, fully true. Uh, so um, they are still watching Corey. They're not they're not oblivious to what he's doing, um, which is I think in part due to the fact that he tells them what he's doing. He's just, he talks a bit too much. He's mm-hmm. constantly telling people. So I think I'm in the middle. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm good on both sides, <laughs> but listen, it's working for now. It's working for now. And I, and I do think eventually when he starts hearing that, you know, the other side is throwing his name out as a potential one of two options to go on the block. Maybe he realizes or he switches or he starts moving closer to one side over the other. But for now, the, the kid's too transparent for his own good. But hey, Heisem's not putting him up. And Heisem might have been the person he should have been most scared of winning HO8. So he's, he's fine. He's living. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Suri is going to talk to Izzy. Uh, Izzy's going to vent some more to Suri about Cameron and everything. Uh, Suri like, takes her hand and comforts her. Uh, and um, Suri lets her know that Heisman is looking at Riley and Cameron. Hey, 
Cameron leaves, Red's going to settle right down. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, that's not a bad argument that that they could, you know, it's not even about recruiting the other one that doesn't go. It's about the fact that where's Red going to go after that? Like him and Cameron have a bit of a connection. That's gone. That's good. Again, this great campaigning before the noms have even happened. Yeah, I think I think there's probably going to be a few different arguments, but one of the um, main ones might be, hey, if we take out Cameron this week, we ensure Red's loyalty uh, exactly. for good. We we cut off Red's options to move outside of us. Uh, we lock him in the group with us. Whereas Riley is already on the other side; she's not connected to anyone. Um, you know, t- cutting Cameron off means that uh, you cut Riley off. Um, and you cut red off and, um, you know, there's a lot of like good seemingly logical reasons to take the shot at, at Cameron there, uh, that Suri, I think could come up with. Um, she's been playing fairly subtly so far when it comes to these conversations, she's focusing mostly on the people that, uh, she knows like she can trust with like the outward information about wanting to target Cameron and being more subtle with people that she doesn't want to know that she's like pushing too hard so far. We do know that, uh, that Heisen made a point of saying, I want to make this decision as a group. Um, and I want this to like solidify the professors. So as long as Suri is able to like quietly gather numbers of people who are willing to agree with her, I think that she could, you know, then make this happen in a group setting. So like, for instance, if Mimi and, uh, Izzy, and then herself as well are all kind of like pushing the Cameron angle. Uh, she could, I mean, if she could just, you know, flip Felicia, um, then she's in a really good position to then be like, if red is the only person really stumping for Corey or for Cameron, it's not going to happen. Right. Uh, that's when they're going to be like, listen, red, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta, just cause you're, you're, you like him doesn't mean, and I think he'll back down immediately. I don't think he feels think like so. he has the standing to stick up for Cameron. Um, so, um, I think, uh, it, it definitely could happen, I think. Uh, but you then have to consider that like the actions of the other side will also make an impact. Um, what, if they do start scrambling and ratting each other out, what kind of, uh, impact will that happen? Um, you know, or what kind of impact will that have? Uh, if Riley starts, you know, saying things that could change things. If Cameron starts saying things that could change things. So. Uh, so there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, and, uh, and also like, yeah, if, if the other side is more protective of Riley than Cameron, then they might feel like, okay, Riley is more entrenched, uh, and it might, um, disarm the Cameron situation a little more. So, uh, all of those talks I imagine will start happening today. And I imagine they'll continue to happen over the course of the week. Um, I'm going to say it now. This feels like it should be a, a slightly quieter week than last week. However, it has the potential to be even more chaotic because if they play things right, they could completely just uh, just shatter the other side um, with infighting and finger pointing. And if they do shatter the other side, then they're all going to come running to the Suri side. They're going to come running to the professors. They're going to be trying to make all kinds of different subgroups. So uh, there's a lot of potential for chaos this week. And then there's also some potential for, well, it's fairly straightforward. We're just taking a shot at that other side and it's, we're going to lock it into one of those two people. Um, so 
So definitely some some intrigue either way. Yeah, I'm 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 here for it. I think it's going to be an entertaining week, no matter how we look at it. And I'm very curious because it really does feel like we have a weird we've got a lot weird live feed update today where we're kind of in a Thursday A live feed update. You're gonna get the Thursday B live feed update tomorrow because all of the HOH conversations are gonna be today, then the nomination. So um, I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes, especially because everyone keeps trying to plan these like, OK, this is what we're going to say. This is how we're going to do it. And, and realistically, when everyone knows everything, it's just common knowledge. So it's not really that big. But I think there's going to be a lot of fun along the way. I think it's going to be a fun week. I think it's going to be a fun week. Now, I am curious because Jared has been not here. Um, also, this is. And and I'm sure I haven't listened to the fee, uh, the the recap from last night, Tim. I'm sure y'all took him to task for the 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 bad episodes we've been getting. Mm-hmm. Um, who that has gives? To stop. Yes, who gives a damn about the Nether region if we are never gonna see it and we just don't know what it even looks like or what it what it is? It's basically you're pulling them away for the night, right? Like there's nothing else that's coming out of this. Um. I just, I, I just can't, I, I'm sorry, but I just can't believe that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been a thing for like over a decade at this point, close to, right? Way, way over. Yeah. Yeah. Way like uh, yeah. over a decade, but it's, it's been dominating the box office for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been massive in pop culture. Um, and the last few years, it sucked. It's been failing in the box office. Nobody likes it anymore. The TV shows suck. All this multiverse stuff has been awful. The writing is terrible. Uh, you know, the writer strike is is not even a matter for them because they the, the writer they they're it's they're probably messing up the writing all over the place. It's just bad. And this <laughs> this is when they wanted to jump in. They're like, oh, I know it's been the staple of pop culture for the last decade but now that it's dying let's let's jump in and copy the multiverse the thing that is failing it's vintage big brother oh th- this is over now okay now it's time for us to do it um and and the edit the last the way the episode ended with that i would say portal 2 puts it to shame like that portal 2 at least like is an older video game still has a better portal than what looked like microsoft clip art slapped on the screen um this is bad y'all were never gonna give like good editing to this you know like it was just you know they, and they keep they Taryn, they really keep wanting to show us they're like hey look at the laser the time laser the wavy things we did and the flying hot dog and the mi- they're not that good. We are at an age now where people are doing better edits on their TikTok accounts. You cannot be putting this proudly on your screen. Stop it. Stop this. And 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 yeah, I can't wait for Jared to be swiveled in with the bed in the scary verse room to be brought back from the nether region and be like, oh, it was rough out there. No, you had a bed and you were chilling. Like the, 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 if they don't show it to us, I don't think it was terrible because you know, Taryn, if they've got goo, slime, whatever, they will show us. So I just feel like they're copping out and he's got like a cheeky little hotel bed somewhere that he's sleeping on. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to be clear that individually, there have been some gems in the Marvel universe. Uh, obviously, Spider-Verse is great. 
and there there are some good ones here and there. But overall, it's been terrible. All right. Uh, um, so I, I don't get why this is this is when they decided to jump in. Uh, but that's that's about what we've got, I think, for today. Um, uh, we will see how the rest of the week plays out, of course. Uh, but, you know, um, it's not looking great. Uh, who knows what this twist is going to do? Again, there's not much we can do to speculate on that, but uh, not looking great for Cameron or Riley. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that's about it. That's yeah. all we've got. Yeah. Really? Yeah. More stuff to be seen today. Um, I am excited. I think we'll have a fun rain on our hands. I really do or at least I'm very hopeful and uh, more things to dunk on the show. The Listen, the feeds have been 10 out of 10, which is funny considering that the episodes are some of the weirdest and worst ones we've seen in a minute. So uh, there's both praise opportunity and dunk opportunity and, and a happy me in the middle of that Venn diagram doing a little bit of both. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can, of course, uh, tune in tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, where I will update you on everything that happens today, including, I would imagine, the nominations. Maybe we get some more information on the twist and Jared and all of that. Uh, so tune in tomorrow. Probably lots to update you there uh, for, for tomorrow. Um, I will also be live doing the Q&A later today. I believe what we are doing here is uh, the Q&A. It's a patron show um, where if you are a patron, you can call in leave a voicemail. However, uh, I believe what we are doing now is we are going to stream it live on YouTube for anyone to watch. Uh, But if you're not there live, you don't have access to the archive unless you're a patron. So you can still watch it if you're not a patron. If you are there live, it should be uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, I believe, today. Um, uh, Let me just quickly double check that because it actually matters now. Uh, (laughs) 2 p.m. Eastern for the Q&A. That's where, uh, again, I will take calls. We'll have some voicemails. Uh, it's, it's a fun podcast because we can really go in depth about spe- very specific things. Um, and uh, it's a space where we have time to talk about stuff that we normally wouldn't when we're recapping or updating or stuff like that. So uh, check it out if you want to or become a patron and, uh, and, and have uh, full access to those podcasts every week on Friday. Uh, and then uh, again, tomorrow, a live feed update. Um, find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Karen Armstrong, watching episodes live with all of you, uh, hanging out, playing some games, doing some fun stuff over there. Uh, Puya, what do you got going on? Well, uh, people can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. I'm usually live on Twitch Friday nights at 10 p.m. And not this week, though. I am, as you can tell, not in my regular spot. So I'm going to be not there. But you can always go to twitch.tv slash Puya. That's where you can find me when I'm not podcasting. We will be doing a goose goose duck on Sunday at 2 p.m. That's still happening. So we got one stream this week coming up. And aside from that, Taryn, I've been I've been busy with 90 Day Fiance and with the Traders. Traders New Zealand has kicked off and myself and Shannon Gus got together to talk about the first two episodes. I'm very intrigued. I feel like they're changing some things. They've added some new things to the sauce that maybe there weren't on all the franchises. So I'm happy about that. We'll see where that takes us. And the next week, Traders Australia is going to be kicking off and I'll be there with Peridium to talk about everything going on over there. And I, oh, yeah, uh, no exit interviews, by the way, this week. They're, they're pushing them all the next week. So if you were trying to figure out or hear from Kirsten, you're, you're not gonna. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, and of course, um, if, you, uh, if, you, if you hadn't um, subscribed to the podcast feed for these updates, you can go to robswebsite.com slash 
Big Brother. Uh, if you are not able to catch these podcasts live or you want to be able to uh, listen on a commute or something like that, uh, this is available in podcast form as well. Uh, and it's available on YouTube uh, if you want to watch it and see the graphics and all that stuff. So either way, uh, you have your choice of uh, of of uh, a content delivery service. But um, that is what we have for you here today. Thank you all so much for joining us. And I will see all of you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.